Let's talk SOS. If you don't know what SOS refers to in a food service establishment, you might already have a problem and you just don't realize it. Welcome to the 10 Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Speed of service, SOS, is a measure of your ability to take orders, make food, and present the food to your guests. There are certain goals for each one of those components. Getting the order out of the guest, that can be a challenge, but you should have some type of time frame to measure how long the average order should take coming out of your guest. How long does it take to prep the food to get ready? How long does it take to cook the food? How long does it take to assemble the food? And at what point should the food be bagged up and presented to the guest? How long should that overall process take? Now, here is a hard fact. If you do not have time goals for each of those different steps and then a method to verify those time goals, now sit down for this because I'm going to tell you right now, you're too slow. There is a massive difference in you personally being busy and hustling around your food trailer doing food-related tasks and actually getting the food out of your truck in a timely manner. That's called productivity. Physical movement does not equal efficiency or speed. For example, somebody I was recently talking to complained that they had a teeny tiny grill and a single fryer and that is why they were slow getting their food out. And you're probably thinking, well yeah, that makes sense. This person admitted that they could cook about 20 to 24 burgers on their little grill. Okay, so let's just do 20 burgers. Let's say they have a six-minute cook time. That equates to 200 burgers that grill can put out an hour. Now, who wouldn't love to be able to assemble and have enough orders to merit 200 burgers in a single hour? For some food trucks, that's just a normal day. I know of one food truck that that would be a really slow hour. So how about that single fryer? That's got to be the slow point, right? Well, every fryer that you would have on a food truck or in a restaurant has a pound assigned to the name. So it would be a 30-pound fryer, a 40-pound fryer, a 50-pound fryer, and so on. What that represents is not the weight of the shortening inside the fryer. What it represents is the amount of food that fryer can cook per hour. So if you have the smallest fryer, a 35-pound floor fryer, it is going to cook 93 6-ounce portions of fries per hour. Now tell me, who would not love to be able to sell 93 orders of fries an hour? Do you think you can make some money on 93 orders of fries an hour? And you see, you can do the cooking capacity for every single kind of food that you sell. And in 100% of the cases... The cooking capacity of your equipment is going to exceed the service capacity of your food truck. The equipment is not the problem. The problem is service capacity is always limited by human interaction. Humans take a long time to read a menu and place an order. Humans ask a whole bunch of questions. Well, do I have to have coleslaw on that? Can we change the coleslaw out for something else? I need that burger to be really well done. I don't like them rare. Getting the order out takes time because we're dealing with humans. The humans are always going to be the slow point in service. And it's not only the humans on the outside of your window, it's the humans inside your truck as well. Those same human beings are the ones that are going to make excuses over slow service. They're going to say the things that I hate hearing. We cooked order. Hate hearing that. What that means is, hey, I'm really slow and you need to get over it. Good food is not fast food. Hate hearing that one. 
a properly ran to the specs McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, Hardee's, any of them, if it's ran properly, the food will be just as good, if not better, than anything the average food truck can put out. But where fast food falters is what? The human element. The employees get lazy and don't want to cook more food, so they just reset the expiration timers and allow food that should be discarded to be sold. Or they hustle up the cooking process and pull up fries when they're not done. Because we got to get this order out because I'm going to get in trouble. So we pull the fries up, scoop them up, serve them out, and don't care that they're not all the way done. That's why fast food has such a negative association with it. It's the human beings that end up doing the policies and procedures and then not following those policies and procedures. And then they create the horrible food that a lot of fast food restaurants have become known for. But let's talk about a couple other excuses. Like, people will wait for good food. Well, yes, they will, because you got their money. What are they going to do? Pay you money and then figure out that 45 minutes later they still don't have their food and they're going to leave? No, they're going to sit there and wait. Now, as soon as you give them the food, you have started to ease their mind as far as they're hungry. They want food. Their body is craving calories. They want fed. And now you put the bag of food in their hand, they're excited because now they can go eat. And yes, if the food tastes good, they're going to say, hey, the food was worth the wait. Because what else are they going to say? Hey, I'm an idiot for waiting as long as it took you to get the food out. No, they're not going to complain. Now, if the food's bad, yeah, they're going to complain. They're going to tell you it took too long to get the food, and they're going to tell you the food sucks. So don't mistake common courtesy as acceptance of you being slow. And then the one that I always loves, well, nobody complains. Well, if they don't complain, then they probably aren't coming back either. If you cook any food product, it is going to have a cook time associated with it. So you can be consistent in getting that food cooked. Whether it's a six-minute cook time for a burger or a ten-minute cook time for a half-pound well-done burger, it has a set time. And you should be able to get the food out within that set time. I have zero problem having a ten-minute cook time on a product if I can get the food out about one minute after things finish cooking. 11 minutes is not a bad wait at a food truck. 30 minutes is a bad wait. 45 minutes is abuse. And 60 minutes is, hey, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm glad you're giving me money for it. People don't have time to waste. And yes, they might come back next weekend because they thought your food was good, but I can guarantee you if they're pushed for time, they ain't eating with you. They're going somewhere else that's going to be more respectful of their time and giving the food in a timely manner. Whenever I pull into a restaurant, I'm looking how full's the dining room, how many cars are in the drive-thru. Because that lets me know whether I even want to sit and wait for them to take my order. I'm the same with the food truck. I watch them a couple minutes before I ever step up. If I see them take an order and it doesn't come out within a few minutes, I know they got a problem. There's no point in me even stepping up there and adding to their woes. The fact is, is some people do not have time to waste. And they don't care that Grandpa's cooking their food and it's going to be awesome. They do not have the time to waste. Most other people have lives to live and activities to attend to, and they just don't have time to donate to a slow food truck more than once. They learn, and then they never return. And if the food's not real good, not only are they never returning, they're telling a whole bunch of other people about how slow and awful that food truck was. Those kind of people end up becoming a negative walking ad. I'll give you an example. Last year, we attended a food truck event in our little town and it was swamped over it was one of the first times they put on this event perfect weather and there was about 500 people spaced out around about six or eight trucks now i'm sure you're going hey that's exciting i'm gonna make all kind of money and that's true but you know what happened the next time they held that event people avoided the slow pokes 
They avoided the slow pokes so much that that particular truck has yet to come back to our area because their reputation precedes them. The first night they were here, they had line that was about 25 people deep, and it took well over an hour to get the food after you got up to place the order, and it took about 40 minutes to get up to place the order. The next week, they had no line at all. Everybody else was busy, but they weren't, because all the people that came out learned that food truck was too slow. Now, the food was good. Don't get me wrong, the food was good. It was not acceptable, because they made us wait too long to get it. Now, the interesting thing about that is people were talking to us. Hey, how was that food truck? And we'd say, hey, they were good, but they were way slow. And every person that asked me said, yeah, I've heard that from other people. And then there were people that recognized us from the previous week. And they said, you're not going back to that truck? And we said, nope, they were too slow. And they go, yeah, we're not going back either. And we all got food from different food trucks. And it's all related to time. The food was good. I didn't hear anybody complain about the food not being good. What I heard complaints about was the food took too long to get out. People do not have time to waste. You can't get that time back. So why are you going to waste it on somebody who can't cook their food in an appropriate amount of time? Slow service and mediocre food is a recipe for failure. Don't rest on your laurels and say, oh, people love my food and they're going to wait. Because I promise you that business model won't work in the long term. You're going to run out of patient people sooner or later. You're going to run out of people that don't have time to waste. Being known as a slow food truck, even with great food, means people only go to your food truck when they have what? Time to waste. How much time do you have to waste every day? Think about your own life and the busyness that goes on in your life. Getting the kids off to school, picking the kids up from school, taking them to sports practice, taking them to band practice. Do you really have time to waste sitting in a drive through somewhere that's even two minutes slow? Most likely not. You're going to complain about it. So why in the world would you set up a food truck and expect people to wait on your food 45 minutes? I promise you, it doesn't work that way. I suspect that your personal time is very well planned and delays are very annoying to you. So the question is, do you want to be the annoyance in your guest's life? Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know I got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.